God is not fooling us at all. God is not kidding me at all. He done promise we perform it all. Give him praise. Give him praise. God is not fooling us at all. God is not kidding me at all. He done promise we perform it all. Give him praise. forbidden fruit as prescribed by the serpent was done by Eve Mrs. Adam Mrs. Eve Adam and then when she took it from the serpent because the serpent around it that is so good if you take it and so she took it and then she said oh my god this thing tastes good and say honey this is good for you take it the man took it It was, I'm going to say something here that you need to, I just slow down to prepare your mind for what I'm going to say next. It's vital that everybody gets it. If only the woman had eaten it, and the man said, what did you just eat? That thing God said, we should not eat. No, 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 count me out. No, you can't tell me that. So, madam, you went to listen to that devil, and you ate it. Me, I'm not joining you the whole of heaven would have clapped for Adam for not following Madame to commit sin. Because the person that was giving the command was Adam. Of all the trees thou mayest freely eat. But of this one that in the midst of the garden, don't eat it. For the day you eat it, thou shalt surely die. They had a pet. The closest animal to man today is dog. The most popular pet among them is still the dog. Even police use trained dogs. Go to the airport, train dogs. Sniffing those who carry hard drugs. But then there was a cattle. There was an animal of all the beasts. But say now the serpent was more subtle than any beast. That the Lord, it wasn't a reptile. 
It was not a snake that spoke to that woman. It wasn't a snake. It was a four-footed beast like a cow. Big. And dogs were in that garden. They were less intelligent compared to the serpent. It's not snake as we know it now. It was a four-footed animal. It was close. They can play together. Adam is used to seeing the cow. Adam even played with them like you play with your animals. And some of you call your animal fine names. So seeing the woman and the serpent, that big animal, playing was not strange to Adam. Adam couldn't rebuke and say, Madam, what do they play with animal for? No. They, they used to each other. The devil will always operate a principle. A man's enemy will be his closest friend. So that you lose the capacity to suspect. Somebody who declares himself to be your enemy is not as dangerous. Because he don't ever say he hates you. So you be on your guard. Be careful with the person. But the one who is saying like you. You drop your guards. You don't suspect him. They are the ones that finish you. That's why Bob Marley said a man's best friend could be his worst enemy. The closest animal to Adam and Eve was this serpent. And then serpent said, nah, nah, him I go use. They won't suspect. Somebody say, hey, how can the serpent start talking? Say, hey, did God really say you should not eat it? But did you not see how Balaam, how the, the, the ass that Balaam was riding on spoke, the Bible said, that ass spoke in Hebrew language to forbid the madness of a prophet. All of a sudden, as he was riding on it, on something that looked like a bush path or a narrow place, the animal just stopped. Like he riding on a horse, he just stopped. The man go, hit the animal. Move now. The animal go, try it. The animal was seeing something that a prophet could not see. A prophet was called seer. But this seer couldn't see and never see. Like the Pharisees and the Sadducees never see, couldn't see. For once, the prophet didn't see danger. An angel of God stood on that narrow pathway with a drawn sword. To strike the prophet. But the prophet is on top of an animal that is carrying him to a journey. And the animal saw a danger, but the prophet on top of the animal didn't see it. And the animal stopped. When the man beat and said, move now, the animal knelt down. Beat him again. He got up. Let me take this corner. Because he was seeing an angel that is doing like this. As the animal wanted to take this corner, the angel blocked that way. Then he, you, he used the hair. You know when you're on top of Okada and Okada goes use 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 on a leg brush down foot. The one that easily injured more is the passenger. Because the passenger's leg is wider. If you look at how you sit, the Okada rider's leg is like this. But the passenger is, is like you are striding the bootos of the Okada man. Your legs are more, your knees are more out. So now your knee go take scratch down foot. And his knees are not affected. Except both of you fall down. If it's something that happened while the, the Okada is still standing, now passenger the your pass. Because now your leg wide pass. Check it. Check it in your mind. Remember how you sit on Okada. Your legs are pointing out more. 
And so that prophet Balaam, his knees scratch on the fence. Whatever technology they had in fencing in those days, a wall. It bruised the knee of the prophet against the wall. Why he was trying to dodge an angel? He injured your guy with the rider. That's what God first bitter mama. Which where did I wrong with you, this animal? Animal has never been able to speak to that man. Do you know sometimes you talk to inanimate object when you are angry? You mistakenly just hit your leg on, on something in your house, maybe when they particular like, you say, What they do you? You are talking to something that it does not get sense. Because you are angry. You speak to inanimate objects. The man spoke in annoyance. Beat the animal and spoke. The animal replied. He said, ah, oh God, you know they beat me too much since. Oh God, can't you see what me I'm seeing? There is danger ahead. After all, you have been riding me before to travel. Have I ever refused to carry you? Even when I don't feel like it, I will still carry you. Today, I know I go. There is one man in front I'm seeing with animal, with, with sword. Ah! The prophet was shocked. Ah! He cleaned his eyes. He said, ah, bless I know they see well again. Am I not prophet Balaam? What danger is in front? <laughs> God used an animal to alert a prophet of danger. Somebody say amen to that. Put his spirit, his anointing on an animal. And the animal spoke a man's voice. So, that helps you to know how that serpent that is like a cow was able to speak a man's voice for Mrs. Adam by the name Eve to intellectually communicate. But that animal never spoke before that time. Even if dogs don't talk to you, when you talk, they hear you if you train the dogs. And they, they, they have a way, body language for you to know how they are feeling. When they are happy, they are wagging their tails. You, you understand it? But they will not, a dog will never speak the voice of a man. But the man will understand what the dog is trying to communicate. But for the first time, it was only sign language. Adam and Eve were using to communicate with that pet called serpent. But for the first time, serpent spoke the voice of a man. And that ought to alert Eve that there's, there's something is wrong. Ah, serpent, don't talk to me. And the serpent is saying, Madam, has God said? That was the first thing. Ha, it's a question. Has God said that you should not eat this thing? Instead of Eve to say, Now, why does anyone going to talk like man? Ah, my honey. Adam, I beg you, come join me, see something. This happened, don't they talk like human beings? Whatever played out in that garden, Adam and his wife did not behave intelligently. They didn't behave wisely. Because Satan was behind it. When the devil took hand in something, three days old soup, where they're not warm at all, it go bump us in mouth. When Satan took hand, then people will say, ah, not be ordinary hand, this thing will happen. Not be ordinary. Even human beings know say some things don't happen ordinarily. They say it's not be ordinary hand. So when the serpent spoke, it something strange. But how Adam and Eve just adapted to that quickly, 
And, and they started saying, uh, you know, God said we should not even, even touch it at all, uh, lest we die. And, he, he, and then the, the devil replied, there is no Satan standing you now. Now, animal that used to they talk with man's voice. Then, you know, it's in God understand that if you eat it, it doesn't really mean you will die. You know, it just means, you know, God doesn't want you to open eyes like him and know everything. And the blah, 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 blah. The devil was a preacher of his own gospel. He was preaching and he's going to get a first convert, a woman. And the woman said, okay. But I would say, when the woman saw the fruit, he has always been there, but the Eve has come to describe the fruit. When she saw that it is a fruit that has all the, you know, a, a, a tree to be desired to make one wise. How? How did she see that? Say, so like, say this tree, this fruit, true, true. Let's say he can make somebody wise. You see how the devil lies? The, you have been in the garden with this fruit. Been, the tree has been bearing fruit. You just pass by, they won't even touch it. God said we should not. But one day, their best friend, animal, they were only two in that garden. So the next person is the animal who was our closest pet. Preach to them about about a tree they have seen and overlooked. The first was a woman. But the man ought to say, no, 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 no. If he failed by not allowing his wife to even continue in a conversation with that animal, that one is overlooked. But after the woman sinned, the man also ate it as prescribed. That devil didn't talk to Adam. He spoke to the woman. The devil has always known that if I can get woman, I don't need to pursue man. Woman will catch all the men for me. And between man and woman, Satan has enough smartness to know that it is easier to catch a woman. Because women by nature are more gullible. Whether they are born again or not born again. If you are female, you are more easily deceived. That does not mean men cannot be gullible. That doesn't mean men cannot also be deceived. But even Satan will not argue with me on this point. He knows that women are easier for him to deceive than to deceive man. So if you are here arguing with me because you are a feminist, go and ask it. Are you getting me? It's easier to deceive women by their emotional nature. There's a way women are. They are vessels. The Bible tells you that. that doesn't even mean in the eyes of God, man is strong. There is weak, weaker, weakest. When they say women are weaker vessels, under God, humanity generally is weak. It's only God that is strong. Man is weak. Women are weaker. That's just all. It doesn't mean women are weak, men are strong. Men also are not strong. Except God energizes a man. You are also weak. But you must know even in the weak state of a man, he still has a little strength above a woman's strength. Women, you can't change it. Now, so God knows why he made it like that. And it's for a purpose. But the devil will always come and hijack that which God has, the machinery that God has designed and use it to commit havoc. The fact that God made a woman a little bit weaker than a man, God never get this point. All men here, don't see, you are not strong too. But we are just saying we are, we are a bit stronger than the women. We are all weak. So long as you are a human being. 
So a man doesn't have any pride there. We are all weak. If there are patients in the hospital, they had the same poison. Some may survive it. Some may die. And then some patients will give the doctor's analysis more cause for concern than the other patient. When you rush five patients to the hospital, they said they ate beans that was poisoned. You may later discharge two and three will die. It's the same food they ate. So there's something about that. Man is weak. Woman is weak. But God is wise. He look, now he even created man and woman. He knows what he's saying. He said women are weaker. And the reason he made women weaker is for a divine purpose that they may be able to submit to a man. The Bible says man was not made for a woman. But the woman was made for the man. You can't argue with that. That's, his, that's in the Bible. Who was made first? Adam and Eve. Was Adam made for Eve? Was Eve not made for Adam? That answers that. I won't talk things that are, that are not in the Bible. When we start doing meetings, they say women movement, liberation movement, Beijing, China of, of the late uh, early 90s, all the women in the world, they, they, they send representative uh, 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 to, to China for women to free themselves. They say we, a feminist movement. We are equal to men. We, we won't let our men see us as subordinate. Ever since Beijing, China, it is recorded. Google it. There are more divorce cases in the world. Because the, immediately a woman says, I must no longer be under my husband. I must, we, are, we, we are going to run equalitarian pattern. When the man has dominance in decision making in a home, in sociology, it is called patriarchy. But if the wife that calls the shot in a home, still in sociology, it is called matriarchy. Matriarchy. And then, when it is, uh, you talk, uh, yesterday I listened to you, today I'm going to listen to you, ah, are we not equal in this marriage? Oh, so, we will always be doing a, that's called equalitarian pattern. And God has no hand in equalitarian pattern. He has no hand in, in matriarchy. He wants the man to be man. There is one captain in a ship. The man should run his household. He should lead his wife. And a good woman, if you are a woman of God, you must practice how to submit to your husband. If you like, call him Oloshi. You are not forced to marry him. That Oloshi will lead you. That's the plan of God. That Oloshi will lead you. So you better shine your eye before you, you say yes to a man. Because if you say yes to a man that you are not sure has sense, a senseless man will rule your life all the days of your life. That senseless man will pay your dowry. He will tell you, you can't go and see your mother. You have to wait till end of the year. And I hear say, mama, my mama will go to London. He don't come back. Please, honey, let me go and see her. My younger brother who went to pick him at the airport said, mommy, he's, uh, he's missing me. He said, no, 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 no. She's my mother-in-law. We can go next week together. No, me, I want to go. I've not seen mommy. The man says, sit down. If you violate that, you have committed sin against God. You are unruly. You are walking disorderly. You have broken the law. You are trying to bring about a disequilibrium in the spiritual state of that family. You are trying to run either a matriarchy or equalitarian pattern. You have shamed in the sight of God and the spiritual protection of God that he passes through even the foolishness of that man to protect your life. You just excluded yourself from that grace. 
And you don't know there is no protection for you if you keep disobeying your husband. Holy God, help us. Mata Saka. I am not an advocate. I'm not a male chauvinist. I'm not a man that tells men oppress, subjugate your wives. No. I got a wife. 27 years she's been my wife. I will quote what she said on different occasions. And what she told her friend. And what that, he said, but if there is any such thing as reincarnation, you come back to this world a second time. He said, I will still choose to marry my husband, Theo. A lot of women say, God forbid, if I come back to this world, they cannot go marry this useless man. I, I regret the day I met this man. Oh yes, he has not been a good husband. And when a woman talks like that, she's being realistic. She knows what she's saying. We may blame them, but they know what they're saying. There is no woman you put sugar in her mouth. I'll say, I prefer something very bitter, nasty taste. If a woman is enjoying the marriage, she will wish she will come back and still marry that man. If she's not, she will not wish it again for herself. Is it not natural to think like that? If your wife self was a woman that put pepper in your eyes, will you wish to marry her and to toast her in the next life? If there is a next life, woman, they put pepper for your eyes. Will you want to marry her if there is anything like coming back to this world? So we are not going to blame women for that. But when your wife says she will, she will like to still marry you again, it means you are doing well. Oh, that doesn't mean you are the dangote of this world. Doing well means you are being a good husband. Being a good husband doesn't mean she, she could not have seen a man richer than yourself. Some of these women married us and they could have, maybe if they had delayed the time they said yes when we toasted them and, and then maybe later another man comes to toast them. Chances are that they probably would have been married to a man richer than yourself, but they have agreed to the first come, first serve. And they agreed. So women will first say no to a man, to, to them, you not get money. Next time, another man tells them, mm, this one, even the couple, that first one, wait, no, this one said, never really, really, I want to know that he's really rich. They will miss out on the first man, second man, and then maybe finally, you get somebody who is truly, truly very, very rich. But sometimes it doesn't go that way. Sometimes the one day we even end up marrying, we will be poorer than that first one they had said is poor. You know, the, 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 the women don't have control over this thing because you never can tell. Some types of men you look down upon and say, no, that man is not my type. You are not in the same class. Oh, you may later end up with a man even lower than that man because you don't know what tomorrow holds. And that's why when the biological clock of a woman begins to tick. They lower the standard. No, not my time. No, no. She's still young. Age is still on her side. Men don't have biological clock. Men only have financial clock. Even if a man is 35, 40, he never even feed himself. He goes, see woman throw away face. Never even feature now. Woman, they are there. still the husband. Say, ah, the, the mama goes, say, make you marry now. Look at her, make her your, your classmate. He don't uh, marry. He, mama don't become grandmama. My Peking. Ah, Chinedu, why don't you give me a grandchild? Chinedu will look at his pocket. I beg. 
this one, women, how they talk. It's just a talk, I don't know. Me, I never get, I never ready. Is he saying, biologically, he's not ready? No. If as a teenager, he can impregnate a woman. If you bring a woman of 40 and bring a girl of 15 to have sex with her, she, she will get pregnant. Yes. No, by who senior? You get sperm. If you accept it, you are a pregnant woman for him. <laughs> but the woman will say, ah, my daddy is so when I enter menopause, I go come marry. Even her friends will be saying, you two, they select. You two, they select. Then she will start lowering her standard. You start hearing in her mind, man, a man, anyone will come. Uh-huh. It's the biological clock that is affecting her. Man, a man. Uh-huh. Man, not be man. The difference is that one is poor man, one is rich man. But man, na man. That you are poor does not make you a woman. You are still a man. And a woman, no matter how rich she is, that wealth does not transform her into a man. She remains a woman. And I want man that she is even richer than that will control her. I've seen some women, they earn fatter pay packet than their husband. But the Margaret Thatcher was prime minister of Britain. And Dennis Thatcher, Dennis was her husband. Margaret Thatcher said it in a conference that I, prime minister of Britain, Margaret Thatcher said, many of you were not born that time. You were not born when the woman was uh, the vice chancellor of Uniben. Alele Williams. The woman is again the vice chancellor right now. That's the second one. The first time a woman led India, India is several times bigger than Nigeria. Nigeria is one state in India. Nigeria's population is close to 200 million. India is 1.2 billion. Even our population are one state in India. And there was a time a woman led India, uh, not Mahatma, Indira Gandhi. But I don't know how Indira Gandhi lived her life with her husband. But at that time also, uh, uh, the Prime Minister of Britain was a woman, Margaret Thatcher. Margaret Thatcher said, I cook for Dennis. There are domestic staff, women, uh, it's a whole head of state. He said, but I don't like the housemaid cook for my husband. He said, because if you let that, he said, my husband likes my cooking. And if as Prime Minister of Britain, she's not first lady of Britain. The man is the first man. The first gentleman. is ladies and gentlemen. If, the, if Dennis was the Prime Minister, then Margaret will become the first lady. Now that Margaret is the Prime Minister, the first gentleman of Britain is Dennis. Dennis Thatcher. In fact, the name she's answering, Thatcher, belongs to Dennis. My wife is answering Bridget Esene. That Esene does not belong to her father. That's my father's name. It's my name she's using. She said, I answer my husband's name. I must be, I must be subordinate to her. He said, when I come to my office as a prime minister of Britain, he said, I, the buck ends on my table. I make the rules. I, I, I decide what happens to Britain. He said, but as soon as I close from work and the driver takes me home, I come to meet my husband at home. He said immediately, I said, that is, he greet her husband. He said, I may be the prime minister of Britain. He said, but my husband, Dennis, is the prime minister of this family. Put your hands together for Jesus. 
the way God made a woman. I have preached along this line for so many years. Trying to, whenever I'm trying to, in a wedding, I'm preaching, I'm telling the women, learn to obey your husband. Then, but we're begging the men, please, make you not maltreat your wife. You must love your wife. Love means caring. And I found out that if a man truly loves his wife, truly, truly, practically, you love your wife, and she can see you love her, you won't force her to obey you. You will not force her to submit. Women, by nature, they are very grateful. They are grateful. That's why if you dash a girl, if you give a girl 1,000 for free, I just feel maybe I should give a very chapter. She will be shocked. Women, they are designed to think that whenever a man is giving them something, they are looking for something behind their pants. So when they take it, they will be wondering whether you want to stay. She will take the money and say, you mean I should take it? Just like that? Say yes, just that sure. So when you walk away, she's wondering, is there a man like that? Because most men that are giving her money, they ask for sex. Tell anybody, dare to be different among men. Tell anybody, dare to be different. Let, let a lady look at you and be, and be surprised pleasantly. Pleasantly surprised. Help a lady without going for her pants. She will be shocked because they, they, they see men as people who give for ulterior motives. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. So that 1,000 you gave her and she will say, ah, thank you. Ah, I'm very grateful. Thank you. God bless you. She will go away and be, and be thinking about it. Women think a lot about it. You know, they are emotional feelers. Say, ah, that guy is so nice. And didn't ask me for my phone number. It's a nice guy. So you mean there are guys like this? That will be in her mind. But another guy comes across her and exchange greetings, blah, blah, blah. And then, one thing led to another, he takes you to bed. When you finish the bedmatics, he dips hand in his pocket and throws a, bu- a bundle of 20,000 naira. Just a take. And he, he, he cleaned up himself and goes away. Women don't value that 20,000 naira for which they have had sex. The 1,000 that they didn't have sex and collected it free is the one they value more. Because they think they have now worked for the money. That sex now work for them. Oh, I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. So, if you like give a woman 100,000, if you've seen her nakedness, she, in fact, that is why you'll be shocked that just one sex with a woman, she will tell you, uh, my, my mommy and daddy, you know, my dad used to work in NPA, but things have been really bad. Even landlord is threatening for house rent. He's telling the boyfriend, pay my family's house rent. House, how much? 700,000. Ah, only one sex where we don't have. I should pay your father's house rent. We may, see, they, nothing's too big. Some guys buy a car. 10 million for a girl on her birthday. They've not had sex more than twice. Some men are even too busy. See, I don't know if you get what I'm trying to say. Nothing is too big for a woman to col- collect from you. After she has allowed you to have sex with her. They don't even value the amount you have given them. It's, it's no big deal. Give them just 5k free. Or 2k. 1k. They will value it. Because they did not render a service to collect that one. They value that one. Put your hands together for Jesus. But I'm making a point. Women by nature are very grateful. 
when you do a service without ulterior motive, they, are very, they will remember that 1,000 more than the 20,000 after they've done something with you. So if you truly show care to your wife, she will never think of divorcing you. And when you say, don't go there, instead do that next week, she won't argue much. Even though she might want to tell you why it's better to go to the... But she respects you because she has seen that you truly love her. So she believes that you know you have a superior reason is for her good that you are telling her postpone the truth. Because you have already proven that you love her, you care for her. So when you say something that clashes with her wishes, she thinks, I know he loves me, maybe he understands better. You don't have to. Even if she doesn't understand, she says, well, I must obey my husband. And for them to be able to obey their husband, even when they don't really feel like obeying, but the Bible enjoins them to obey. For them to be able to do that role, of being submissive, of being under a man, God has to lower their mind a little bit. Who is man that thou art so mindful of him that hath made him a little lower than the angels? Angels are more intelligent than man. They are more powerful. One angel can use his hand to hold a lower day building for years. Bible says the angels they 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 they, they excel in strength. They are too powerful. An angel can use one finger to stop a train. A train is coming on the rail track. An angel will step there and use hand to stop it. No man, no, no matter how you are a wrestler, WWE, you can't do that. Angels, they beat us in physical strength. They beat us in mental uh, 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 strength. But yet, we are higher than them in spiritual ranking. Because no angel sits in Christ with God in heavenly places. But we are placed, it's like you have a, a, little, a little boy or a girl who is just five years old, but you employ a girl who is 25 years as your, as your housemaid. In that home, that your son of five years has more right than the housemaid that can be fired anytime. But that your boy of five not gets, get the sense where the housemaid, so the housemaid will, 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 will bath him, wear his uniform, and take him to school. He can cross him safely than him crossing the road himself. Yet, she's stronger, she's strong, she's wiser, but she's not having equal rank in that home with that little boy. That's how God sees us. All these angels you see, when we are walking up and down, they are following us as may God. Angels protect us. We are not seeing them, but they are there. They respect us. They don't know how God became with this. But I would say, God gave the angels command concerning us. A guy is driving out, the gate man is opening the gate and he's winding down the glass, say, ah, gate man, tell uh, the house girl that he must make sure that other girl, that little girl doesn't, doesn't go and play in the next compound. You are giving a charge to your house girl concerning your daughter. God gave a charge, a command to the angels, Awangeli, they received a command from God that they must protect us. When I'm going out, angels are there. If they don't do the job well, God will cut marshal them. But you may not see the angels. They are with us. If God opens your eyes to see them, fear will never grip your heart. That's why I, I cannot be here now and I would think one, some hoodlums will come here and attack us. It will. God showed us the angels that are watching over pavilion day and night. Nothing like that will happen. But if you just say, Amen, but you don't really believe, you'll be coming to church. With looking over your shoulder, fear going to catch you. Who is tracing me down here? 
during service who is coming to look for where I park my car. Don't, do, don't be like that. You disappoint God like that. He has given his angels charge over you. Tell two people close to you, listen, God has given his angels command over you. Tell another person, God has given his angels in command concerning you. Oh, it's easy for us to quote these things, but we do not readily remember them in the day of trouble. Back to what I was saying. If Adam had been alarmed, said, Chain, Madam, don't break God's word. Like, like me, I'm not going to join Madam, break this word. I'm not eating, you know. Now you offend God. Though. Let me tell you how the narration of Genesis 3 would have looked like. God would have come down in the cool of the day as usual to commune with those guys. And we say, Eve! Why did you do that? That's what I think. I don't think I'm 100% sure of that. Because God, that was not what happened. I'm just imagining if it was the other case. I don't know if you know what I'm saying. When we read Bible, we think. It's a storyline, so you, if that didn't happen, this, well, definitely what God would have said might have been different. And if we say, ah, is this something that deceived me? And then God will say, Adam, come! See what your wife just did. Where were you when she did it? Oh, maybe God still would have called Adam first. And say, Adam, see what your wife did. Whichever. But the, the, the anger of God would have been more on the woman. That, no matter how the story would have gone, one thing I know for sure, the anger of God would have been more on the woman. Your husband didn't eat it. Foolish woman, you decide to eat it. Why didn't it follow your husband's example? Did that not make, make the, 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 the man your head? In 1 Corinthians 11, Paul said the head of Christ is God. The head of man is Christ. The head of the woman is man. And that's where he ended. So who is woman head of? Head of the children. Father, mother, children. That's the order in the home. Sometimes mother will tell the children, do this. The father will say, no, 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 I don't want them to do that. Overrule. But women have power over the children. But father has power over the mother. And so sometimes mother is telling children something. At the back of her mind, she's wondering, mm, I don't even know, say, why am I even shouting? Say, they have all these children. Their father, if he will come now, he say, he doesn't want it like that. If a woman is going to be playing the submissive role as God designed it, God has to fashion a woman's mind in a way that submission will be easy for her because a woman is purpose-built. Just like man is purpose-built. If you born a set of twins, one is a boy, one is a girl, as they are growing up, you start discovering that the man is not only growing beard, he's, growing, he's having bigger muscles. Because man is built rugged. Even if he doesn't really have big muscles, he has strength. Even if the, the, your daughter is bigger in, in physique, 
than maybe the, the, your son is slender. The son will still beat her if they fight. Except in some few cases. I've seen some girls beat boys. But that's not the normal way. If you know what I'm talking about. I'm just taking the general rule. There are exceptions to the rule. So we use the general rule when we are making illustrations. So the strength of a man tells you a man was born, formed, created by God to hustle and to a man said be like suffer head in this world. Why woman be like Obiageli? Man go hustle, hustle to put food on the table. You can branch my trade market on your way home and stock the boot of your car with tomato and tubers of yam and everything. You are bringing groceries. In, here we call it foodstuff. In America they call it groceries. When you bring in groceries to the home, the wife does not serve you groceries. Doesn't serve you foodstuff. She serves you a meal. She takes the foodstuff to the kitchen and turns them into a meal. But the man spends money bringing the groceries. But the woman spends time in the kitchen turning the groceries into meals. And it's the meals that make sense to a man, not the groceries. But the money, is either you bring the groceries or you give her the money. She can also go buy the groceries. Just provide. That's what the man is Provide. Leave the rest for me. Just provide. I know how to take care of this home. They can clean, they can cook, and take care of you. So man was designed physically to hustle. That's why if you look at a woman, they are more delicately, you look at a woman, you, when you, you don't see a woman and just see a symbol of strength. When you see a woman, you see epitome of beauty, delicacy, elegantly fashioned. If you look at a woman, you can take let a man stand here now. And let a woman stand here now. Okay, let the two of them remove their clothes. You will see that the woman will command more attention than that man. I don't know if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Women are finer. They are softer. They are void. Sweeter. A man will Where did they worry you? No finest, rough. Everything about man, rough. A man will just be coming from work. He just push you and throw it there. Throw the music and just like that with the tire. You can just doze off. And himself and his wife came down from the car. The, 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 the wife said, honey, where are you now? I'm in a hold up. Okay, I'm in a salon. Can you me? let's go home together? As they are reaching home now, the man is good to just fling his shoes everywhere and just lie. Is very, man is not even very organized. My wife will come and help arrange the clothes, put them in the right place. And men will, women, women will ever be wondering why are men so dirty? Eh? See these dirty socks, they just drop and here. They are wondering why are men so dirty? Man is too busy. How can I make that deal? How can I get it pulled through? How can I get that contract? Because if you don't bring home money, the wife not going to respect her. And women don't even so much care if you are dirty. So far you are making money. They can clean you up. They, they, are, they were born to clean a man up. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. That's why you see married men are too attractive to single girls. Single girls, they, you tell them, leave all these married men. There is an undeclared war between married women and single girls. Every married woman sees all these single girls as enemies. 
They are, look at their eyes. They are always going after my husband. You don't know how, where I, how I picked my husband from the gutter. When I even married my husband, I don't even know, know how to dress well at all. Now me, they even tell him how to blend colors. Now he's now looking too handsome and all the guests want to snatch, snatch, snatch him from me. Go and get a man and clean him up. Clean him up too. Go and get your own. That is the mindset of every man woman. They protect their territory. No intruder is allowed. They see all single guests as intruders. And single guests, they don't like their age mates. You are in a classroom in school with a girl. Those girls' eyes are on guys that have graduated and are already working. Every girl wants a man who is already working that they can lean on and go and chop. Not the one who is still begging lecturer to mark their script well with fellow students. You as an undergraduate guy, the girls that are admiring you are in SS2. You, you don't understand the way women were made. Women were made to be attracted to something higher than them. Not something with them. Women don't like guys. I'm, 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 I'm 25 years old. You are also 25. We are both in school. But if you see a girl of 25, she's attracted to a guy of even 40. They don't care. Because the guy is driving one big jeep. They don't care. Have you not seen a girl of 25 is married to a man of 50? Now, never seen her. They don't care. The man can take care of me. That's what rings loud in their mind. Not the one with their age mate. Just, just playing together in the class. They don't even look at, they don't respect those fellow classmates. Am I making sense? Because women were designed by God to look up to. Not to look down to a man. That's why most times women easily say, I like tall men. No, psychologically, they don't know what is playing out in their mind. They want to look up. Even if they have to climb chair to be able to kiss the man, they don't care. The man is so tall, the woman has to climb. They don't care. That doesn't mean every woman will marry a man that is very taller than them. Sometimes you can be taller than your wife. But ideally in their mind, because I have studied how there is no man that ever started growing up as a teenager and said, Lord, give me a man that I am taller than. They never prayed it. Say, what's your kind of guy? Tall, black, rich guy. Tall, black, rich guy. Not tall, black, poor guy. Not rich. I know fantasy. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. But at the end of the day, when the rich guy that is handsome comes, but is not taller than they are, they say, which are they take chop, uh, tall do? Not tall I go chop. I mean, this guy is, is, is loaded. I beg, I beg, I go marry this one. It's what they that is what that makes more sense to them now than being tall. Let's clap for Jesus. So when you see all these, all these our young girls, they are still talking. And this is the kind of man I want. Don't mind them. They, are, they never face reality of life. Don't mind them. Every woman first said those things. But not every woman got those things in the man they married. So it's not wrong for them to talk like that. It's wishful thinking. And even every man self said one day, oh, I want to marry this kind of woman. At the end of the day, you see the one you ended up marrying is not like the one you first said. And we will not also blame you. One thing led to another. God knows why. The one you finally got, live with that one. God bless you and help your marriage. <laughs> not be so. In this life, you can't have it all. 
Sometimes you see a, a, a guy, he's so nice, well behaved, has the fear of God. He may not be as handsome as you had wished. But a woman will say, but I really want a man who will not stress me, who will give me peace. You forget about whether he's very handsome or not. This man is a responsible man. I will have peace if I marry this man. A mature woman will be thinking more of that. That to say, ah, that one, that fine guy. Your eye is stretching to that fine guy. That fine guy's eye is stretching to one fine girl. He's not even stretching towards you. <laughs> what matters to a woman is who, who, which man finally stretches his neck towards you. That is your own. Not the one you are stretching towards. It won't work until he stretches towards you. Because the power of toasting is not with women. Women only wish and swallow empty saliva. A fine man will pass. A rich man will pack. Fine cars. This is the kind of man. It's in their heart. This is the kind of man they want. But that will not move them to walk to the man and say, Excuse me, gentlemen. What's your name? You know something. You know the way we guys talk with confidence when we see a girl we like. You walk there and put your hand in your pocket and start toasting. Oh, women like confidence. When you walk to a girl boldly and start rapping her, she she you have scored fifty percent already before before she weighs other thing. The way you talk alone, she has fallen. But when you go to a girl and start saying, uh, "Excuse me," I actually, I actually, you are starting with actually. In fact, you are fair. That girl will not agree. I saw, I saw you pass here yesterday and, and I was just uh, I wanted to greet you but uh, you just walk out fast in fact uh, uh, the lady will say hands and so what in fact your body language we just made the lady to start answering, answering you roughly she was just saying hands so what ah, by the time she said hands so what hey, you have, you are, fear don't catch you and the fear will show on your face it will show on your voice the more you are losing you don't know you are already losing the next you say, uh, well, I just wanted to greet you. Eh? Greet. You have become a greeter on your street because of a girl you like. <laughs> God said for a woman to be able to play this role where I give them to submit to a man, I will lower that hand a little bit. In the spirit of a man and a woman, there's no difference. That's why a woman could be even spiritually stronger than her husband. I mean spiritual spiritual vibrancy. Your level of Christianity. Your level of knowledge of God. A woman could, 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 could be could walk closer with God than even her husband. Because when Jesus came into your life, he didn't come into your mind. He came into your spirit. Man is a spirit. He has a soul. He lives in the body. Even the soul again has three compartments. The will, the mind, so when he says a woman is made a weaker vessel, when God was, don't forget man was already there when he decided to breathe, fall, uh, make him go into a deep sleep and spiritual, the first spiritual surgery and brought out, uh, 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 fashioned a woman out of that bone, that rib. And God said, I'm making this woman for this man who is sleeping on the ground. I made him to fall asleep. I must do something about the mind I will give to this woman. Otherwise she will not be able to let me tell you something. No matter how women argue, yeah, me call to man. Forget it. Deep down inside them, deep down, they know man pastor. Not in brain, no. In class, brain not be mind. In class, a girl could be taking 
first position in class. And this, the most intelligent boy after that girl will be taking second. Some girls can't pass an exam. They didn't sleep with each other. They, are, they know book. They are very cerebral. They are very intelligent. So when it comes to brain, God did not make man bigger than a woman. No. All that God did is the mind. There is a lowering of a particular, I don't know the details of how God created this mind because even doctors can't see the mind. They only see the brain because mind is spiritual. The brain, if you crack the skull, if you crack the skull, you will see the brain. And doctors can even, neurosurgeon, they can operate on your brain. They can do it now. But no doctor has seen the mind. The mind is spiritual. No doctor has seen the emotion. They can't treat it. The emotion is only treated by the word of God. The mind, no, 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 no drug can treat the mind. No surgical knife or can treat the mind. It's the word of God that you feed into the mind that treats it. Retrains, reprogram, rediscipline, renew the mind with the word of God. No surgery can do that. Because the mind is spiritual. Something God did about the mind. Because of the emotion, the soul and the mind that make, no, of the emotion, the mind and the will that make up the entity called soul, the mind is the dominant aspect. Is the mind is the way the mind is that your emotion works. Is the way your mind is that your will works. Even your willpower is the state of your mind. How your emotional fragility and uh, and all kinds of women are more emotionally fragile than men. It's not the emotion in itself that has problem. It's the mind. There's the way the mind of a woman is made. It's total. A woman's mind does not work the same. That is why husband and wife will always argue. It does not mean that they don't love each other. You are begin something. All of you have the same way. How can this our family succeed? You are suggesting something based on how your mind works. And your husband has a mind that is already programmed by God to be slightly higher. And then he will hardly see things the same way. Husband and wife will argue. And because God knows he gave superior mind slightly higher than that of a woman. To a man, a woman, it would be better for you to submit to this man. I, I know how I formed him. I gave him a bigger mind capacity than yourself. And that's why you see men easily say, women are petty. Women mind things that a man will not even see as anything. I'm telling you, if you see women, the kind of things they even fight over, a man will say, but what is that? I better forget. No, no, I won't forget. He's trying to cheat me over what? The man will be wondering, why are you like this? Don't wonder. That's how they were made. They are, see, I'm teaching you something. It's not heresy. And I heard it. I heard it in the night. God told me, when I made a woman, because a woman was taken out of man, I made a woman out of a refined product. He said, I made man from the dust, raw material. That's why man looks rough and rugged and not as refined. Even the way man talk, talks anyhow. If you see a man in the restaurant, the way he just be eating, opening mouth. When the guy comes to that restaurant, they, they, they are careful how they open their mouth because they know people. They are more psychologically sophisticated. So, I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. Women, they, they mind findings. They mind details. A man doesn't care about some things. If I, if I just also I make money, eh? waiting. In fact, even if I don't know how to dress, if I get money, I can marry a, a beauty queen. So, a man what? A man is more practical, more realistic. A woman is more emotional. And do you know something? When, even when you come to the brain, the brain, according to neurosurgeons, the brain of a of a man, he has the red side. Just like the heart, you have the ventricle and the auricle, 
and then the bicep in the arm and the tricep is 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 like that. That the brain you have the left part of the brain and the right side. Now, when a piece of information is given to a woman, I don't, that there's a way God just did it. Women can never change it, and men can also not change who they are. Some of the things men do, women are criticized. If they allow you to operate being a man for one week, you also be behaving like us. If God just come out this our mind, that should not. Carry China's mind, give me. Hell, I will just be like a woman for the next one week. It's the mind. Bible says, as a man thinketh in his mind, the word heart there is mind. Because King James has a place he uses the word heart to mean spirit. King James also has a way he uses the word heart for mind. It's the modern translation that will tell you where mind is being referred to or where the human spirit is being referred to when the word heart is used. Guard your heart with all diligence. He's talking about keep your mind. He's talking about mind there. But when he said the hidden man of the heart, first Peter 3, he's talking about the recreated human spirit. Now, the mind, okay, let's, let's first of all leave mind again now and we'll come to the brain. The brain of a woman, when a piece of information, when something is told a woman, the emotional side of her brain is on the right. But the way God created mind, a man, the, the left side of the brain is our emotional side. Listen very carefully. When an information comes to Mr. and Mrs., immediately the information goes to the right side of a woman's brain. But it goes to the left side of a man's brain. How? No man can help it. That's just how you were designed. There's a way Honda starts. When you put the key, you may But if you put it in Toyota, you just start. It's like about a second. Not the way Honda to crank it. But Honda is like the way they did it. Now, they will all start. They will all perform. They are all engines. But the area is just in the Kickstarter. That is how the manufacturer did it. That has nothing to do with the engine. And Honda can never sound like Toyota. Toyota can never sound like Honda. But they will take you to where you are going. Now a woman's brain will work. That's why they went to school and also graduated. A man's brain will work. That's why, you know. But the way we process information is from different sides of the brain. As the piece of information hits Mr. and Mrs., the thing just goes into a woman's right side and the woman sees the whole issue from the emotional point of view. Because that's the side of the emotion is the right part of the brain. And then it goes to the left part of a man where a man is practical and realistic. Before you know it, if case not again, they will be arguing. Yeah, it's because the woman is seeing it from a different angle. And the reason God did it like that is so that the home can be balanced. So that the woman will be, the man will be looking this way the man will be looking this way. I, I watch your back, you watch my back. But we have the same purpose, that the family may succeed, that our children may be happy. But the way we want to go about it, it may not be the way a man thinks that's the way to go about it. They will argue and they will, they will settle it. But most times, you will hear God saying, just obey your husband. Even when God knows that the husband sometimes also makes mistakes, he's a human being. There is a grace that covers a marriage. The more everybody plays this role. The, the more a woman submits to a man, it doesn't mean the man is perfect, that he will not make some wrong decisions. And the more a man makes conscious effort to show love and care, you don't maltreat your wife. The more grace you make available, because there is a spirit of love, there is a spirit of obedience that is playing in that home. It invites more of the presence of God in that home. Grace is unleashed in that home. To obey your husband doesn't mean he will never make a mistake. 
But you must obey. You can't argue with God. He said, I made it. He said, I made a woman more with an ability to adapt. Women adapt faster. They conform. Bible said we should be conformed to the image of Christ. Be transformed. Be not conformed to this world, but be ye conformed to. You can use be you transformed means be conformed to the image of Christ. Don't conform to the world. Conform to Christ. When a woman, Christ is not to conform to our image. We conform to the image of Christ. Man is not made to conform to the image. Because man represents Christ in the home. Man represents the Godhead. He's the chief priest of his family. I'm telling you. So once, you, once a woman subjects her husband under him. Hey, you have spoiled the spiritual order. You have spoiled things. God will be ever angry with that woman. You have, it's like in this church now. You now spoil things. You now, you now make me to be taking orders from a deacon. Or from an usher. Uh, there's going to be a problem in this church like that. Even though a man, Pastor Cho, can make mistakes, he's a human being, God said yes, but I have recognized him. He's the constituted authority in gospel pavilion under Jesus Christ. Under Je- Mark that word, I recognize I'm under Jesus. But after Jesus, now me be the number one for here. Not be you, not be you, a deputy pastor. Not be you, choir leader. Take it to your homes. Obey your husbands in all things. And it will be well with you in Jesus' name. 